I'll give you butterflies It's taking time to realize You don't wanna cut no ties You just wanna hold me tight You hate seeing me cry It is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light and that was said by Aristotle. Um, I think that's very relevant coming into this episode and it's something that I applauded um, when I knew this artist that I have in the studio was coming today. And um, I've been following this artist for a long time and I've known this artist for a long time and it's it's my pleasure to know that I've, I'm getting this chance to be in front of them to talk about um, how to how they got to the position that they're in now. I want to welcome all of our listeners to another episode of the Elor, where every leader shares how their own experience has shaped them to be who they are and the influence that the work that they do has on them and the people around them. The Elor is a storytelling platform which unites leaders, change makers, and passionates, allowing them to share their moments, their motivations, and inspirations with the community. We, along with our listeners and amazing guests, hope to bring together a community by creating spaces where we can engage in active and creative dialogue. Um, today, I have a very exciting and inspiring artist in the studio. Um, and I actually, we actually played a little bit of her, um, her song, um, Like Air, from her new EP that we're going to be talking about in this episode. Um, and she goes by the name of Tav. Tav is a theater student and R&B artist. Um, she's a creative um, who's just recently dropped an EP called Young on November 16th, 2018. Um, it's not been so long, but it's getting it's getting a reception like no other. Um, and Tav is absolutely talented and the Elor is pleased to have her in the studio with us today. Tav was good. Was good. Nice to see you so much. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, really yeah. Can't, no, can't we're excited control. to have you. Um, last time I saw Tav was in 2014, and this is something that yeah. we were talking about before when we mm-hmm. kind of walked into the studio. Yeah. And I was just telling her, like, over so many years, um, so many things happen. And, and when you're not in touch with someone um, vocally or whatever it is, you don't know until you see them back after a certain amount of years and you're just like, damn. Yeah, Right. You're sure. like, damn, you're like so much growth, so much mm-hmm. development, so much um, passion that gets um, displayed because now you have opportunities and experiences and moments that kind of create who create the person that you are now, which yeah. is something that I mentioned in the intro as well. Um, Tav, I know I described you in, in like a few words here and there, but share with the audience um, and the listeners who you are and what you do and, and all the good stuff. Yeah, so um, my name is Tav. Um, basically, I'm a very new, new artist. I just started <laughs> writing not not too long ago, mm-hmm. just a little bit over a year. I've been doing theater for most of my life since I was five years old. Um, I'm very into being creative and just using any sort of creative platform that I can to express my emotions. I found that in the past couple of years specifically, mm-hmm. um, feelings are a big thing for me. I feel quite a bit. So I wanted to make sure that whatever I felt, it was also, it was lucrative to everyone, mm-hmm. you know, not just me. And I think for a lot of artists and i don't want to say this for everyone but i think writing is is a form and it doesn't necessarily need to be for an artist right an Mm -hmm. artist especially a music artist is someone who can use their thoughts and their writing and kind of develop frequency yes right and kind of bind frequency with their words and then that's what we have music um but there's others who just write right as as a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. right and just like sometimes it's hard for us to vent to other people's because sometimes they don't understand where we're coming from and so that can create a barrier exactly um but but for you for your instance you were the you were the music artist that used 
their writing as a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. but then integrated it with fre- frequency. Yes. To, and and that frequency then created this EP called Young. Um, and it's just can I just say like it's an absolutely phenomenal EP. Thank you and so sp- much. Especially oh especially for the fact that you are upcoming. I think, <laughs> and you're gonna. You're, I think you're gonna go far, and I think the sound that you have on this album, the beats, the creation, the production is actually is absolutely brilliant. Thank um, you so and it's much. something that's, to be honest, it's 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 something that I would play again and again and again. Yeah. Right. So it's like I, that has that has a lot to say because I'm glad, I'm again, glad. you see Drake coming out with all these hits, yeah, and they're following this one rhythm that you just can't get out of your head. get out of your head. Right. You just so can't, you have to go back to Drake every morning. <laughs> you gotta go back to Drake because it's that one song that you just keeps. Yeah. Honestly, like just hold on, we're going home. Um, Mia, like all these songs. Yeah, like nonstop. Yeah. Is, like the one I always go back to. Exactly. <laughs> so he's he knows how to create the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I think you have that talent where you know how to create the music. Thank you. Where so much. others can kind of listen to it and listen to it again and again and yeah. again. Again, thank again. you thank you so we want to kind of talk about a lot of things today we want to talk about your journey we want to talk about how you got to the place you are now uh, we want to talk about your influences negative and positive because yep. that both of them exist um, and we're gonna leave it up to the conversation um, and where it goes from there so kind of let's let's go back a few years um, and, and talk about like when I first saw you mm-hmm. um, that was 2014. Um, I was just finishing up high school and you were still in high school. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was just starting high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was so, in grade nine. <laughs> right, so so from that period of time, um, what was going on in your head? Because even the school that you went to was arts-based, mm-hmm. Yeah. right? So you art has been within you for a very long very time. Very long time. Right, so now it was after you graduated, it was to find that route, to take that route mm-hmm. and see where it takes you. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit. Okay, so, well, yes, I've been doing art for, like, literally as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Um, My main goal in life is to be an actor, and a lot of people don't know that about me. Mm -hmm. It's because it's very on the back burner sometimes, but um, I've always wanted to be an actor on stage, on film. Um, Theater is just kind of something... I used to be a very shy kid, very, very shy. I didn't really say much, didn't talk much. But theater was something that kind of gave me a space to just explore freely with no judgments and no hatred, no drama, just some somewhere where I could just figure out who I was. And it was really exciting for me. So um, I always just kind of took that into account. And when I actually met you in 2014, um, I had just started the arts drama program in mm-hmm. Unionville High School. And it was something like that program has shaped me into a completely different person. So like when I met you, I was so different and now I'm so different. So it's it really just goes to show how much art can kind of give you that freedom to just be who you want to be. Um, and through high school, I sang, I did performances, I always did covers, but I never wrote. I never thought I could write. I actually... I actually had a boyfriend who could write really well, and I could not. I was like, wow, you can write so well. I can never even put it down on paper. But um, just recently, one of so one of my seniors who was actually in high school, she came out with an EP, and I heard it, and she just dropped it randomly, and I heard it, and I was like, what? This is so good. And I was, and literally my first thought was, if someone that I know can do something so amazing, then why can't I do it? So... I wrote Safe um, just over a year ago, and Safe was literally just about me expressing my in my relationship at the time, and it was I was never expecting it to be something that a lot of people liked or a lot of people wanted to listen to. It was just 
me going to my friend actually um shout out to my producer Austin Lee he actually just gave me like a spot to kind of do it and I didn't pay for my first session which is when I recorded safe and it was just so random and something that I wasn't expecting to actually become into such a big deal um but it did and I'm very very proud of myself in that sense because I never thought that I would be writing or releasing music at all so yeah it's exciting Wow. Well, and 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 something that you said really touched me and you said that art gave you the freedom to kind of find yourself. Mm-hmm. Um that speaks volumes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't only it that doesn't only need to be applicable if you're studying in an art school. Yeah, 100%. Right? Um people sometimes even when you're sometimes 40 plus um and and as a first generation student um in my case, my parents haven't gone to university okay. and so I'm the first one from my family in a university setting going wow. through all of these things. I know yeah, so it's 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 an accompli- accomplishment for me and my family because mm-hmm. they put put they put me through it. So I had troubles when when I was younger finding myself and finding my identity. Um but it wasn't through <coughs> artistic expression that I was able to find it myself. Okay. Right? And and that journey is very relevant for a lot of youth in today's time. I think a lot of us we always talk about purpose. Right, and we, and if we so for, in my case, if I ask my mom, mom, what's your purpose? Mm-hmm. It's hard for her to share what her purpose is. I I agree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Because because for for them, and especially for my my mom being um like a, a woman of color, right? Um, coming to Canada, mm-hmm. um, with a lot of struggle, which is relevant for a lot of South Asian families, not only South Asian but a lot of families, um. Her purpose was no longer something that was personal, but it was something um, that was family oriented. Yeah. She wanted not for herself to be happy, but her young to be young happy. Young to be happy, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so her purpose was no longer self. It was, it was for others, yeah. right? It was it was me. Mm-hmm. It was my sister. Mm-hmm. It was my dad, right? Yeah. And and say for my dad, if you ask my dad, like dad, what's your purpose? He it's he'll to, it's to provide for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I. And I so totally now get it. we're privileged, and we're in this spot where we're thinking about ourselves, and we're just like, my purpose, mm-hmm. like we, we like my we, purpose. My purpose you know? is to be the best form of myself, myself, and and through my talent and yes. my art. And do you see yes, what I'm getting I do, with this? I'm Which like, is so different. It's it's so different because I actually I was. Okay, I was getting into my car this morning, and okay, it's not my car, it's my dad's car. Yeah. And I'm very p- privileged in that sense to be able yeah, to drive yeah. it. So I was getting into the car this morning, I was like, my dad didn't have this car when mm-hmm. he was 19. He wasn't able to drive where he, he wasn't doing podcasts at universities, and yeah, he yeah. wasn't, you know, doing the things that I'm doing, and I'm capable, and I'm, and I'm only capable to do these things because they've allowed me, they've given me all the privilege, all the needs, and it, mm-hmm. all the necessities that I've wanted and needed to kind of venture off and find myself find yourself yeah but um i still don't know what that means i still don't know what finding myself means and i actually one time in grade 12 we were actually having a very existential conversation Mm -hmm. in um, english and it was all about finding yourself Mm -hmm. and getting to a destination but since then i've always okay so here's my perspective on it it's that you're always constantly changing. Like as a human being, you're constantly changing. Your ideas change, your ideals change, your morals even change. Like people can be set on their morals, but through life it changes, just depends on environment and everything else. So there's not really a destination to get to. There's nothing to find because 
it's always changing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when you're driving somewhere and um, like you have the GPS on and you know where you're going, right? So it, you have that kind of certain safety net that you know where you're going, da da da. But if you're just going by ear, if you're just playing it by ear, you get lost. It's okay because you're just playing it by ear. You knew you were going to get lost anyways, mm-hmm. right? So in that sense, I just, for me, finding yourself is not a destination. It's more of a journey. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that because it's the journey that also creates you or kind of modifies you or alters you yeah. to kind of when you're when you're at your end goal, you're mm-hmm. going to be like, okay, I'm happy with myself. Exactly. Right? Because I went through the experiences within the journey mm-hmm. that kind of created who I am today. See, but... See, but you're going to change, mm-hmm. right? Like, the you created something that, like, I created something that I'm today. I created this EP and my emotions and da-da-da-da, but all of these will change because everything in life is temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in my opinion, it's like, don't worry about finding yourself because there is no self to be found. Like, it's just an experience you are an experience so just experience whatever you are feeling whatever you are going through to the best level that you can take from it whatever you can and just move on it's not like okay like i've gotten to this place where i'm completely content with who i am because in my opinion i don't think that's ever gonna happen for me personally because i'm very picky i'm very hard on myself (laughs) i'm very doubtful of myself so i feel like there's never going to be a spot where I'm like, okay, I'm here, I'm good, and I'm happy mm-hmm. because happiness is also very temporary. So, yeah, just I feel like I just feel like finding yourself it's just constant throughout life. Like you're constantly finding yourself. Seasons change, you change too. Yeah. Um, you're yeah, with it. You're yeah. one with nature. Um <laughs> so then after that happened, after grade 12 happened, you ventured to university then mm-hmm. and and you went to Montreal for university. Yes. Talk about that a little bit. How did that influence and shape who you are today? Yes. Yeah, so Concordia University um, in Montreal was where I was at for theater acting. Mm-hmm. And I was specialization, speci- specializing, whoa, specializing <laughs> in acting. Yeah. And um, so I'm taking a year off right now. But that one year was actually quite life-changing just because I was completely on my own I was living in residence by myself like buying food for myself Mm -hmm. so I felt like in that sense I when I got to Concordia the theater program is amazing there and I don't think I could ever like being in Toronto I don't think I could find that kind of level of teaching but it was just so intense and so hands-on that I'd never kind of Like, in high school, I was always, yes, I had drama for, like, one period every single Mm -hmm. day for four years, but I was also doing English and math and science and da-da-da-da. In theater, it was all theater, and it's just the most amazing feeling because I've been doing it for so long, and to just do it forever all the time was so good. I'm not saying it didn't get stressful, and I'm not saying there weren't, like, bad times where I was like, ah, screw this, but no, it was definitely, it was definitely something that ensured what I want to do for the rest yeah. of my life. So then so then you study theater for a year and then you kind of dramatically and and we talked about this when we were getting here suddenly we're just like like okay, theater, music and then music. <laughs> like you took like, like a, a turn. U-turn. Yeah. <laughs> and so talk about so that that's the pivotal that's the life in quotations life changing mm-hmm. period right yeah. just like okay now it's time for me to create yeah right i'm 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 learning i'm learning i'm learning let's create mm-hmm. and let's create something that's different yeah 
So I had a hard so, time. So that that basically means you were doing music and artistry yeah. all this time, but now it's just like okay, I have something. It's time to go. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even like that to be honest. Like it was, like, I just took this year off. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even planning on taking the year off. Like up until like seven. Whoa, seven days before I was supposed to leave for school, yeah. um, I was like, okay, I can't go back to school because I just can't. And I actually it was because of something that happened. Of I course. got I got into an accident actually, mm-hmm. which was kind of really not good. But um, I'm glad that that happened to me because I was able to kind of stay back and sort of take a break. You know, when they say like before a big leap, you got to take a few steps back. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that. Um, so yeah, I don't even know. I think it was just because during the summer I had I don't do much theater outside of school i don't really like i just started i'm 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 part of an agency now but um just because my life has been so involved in theater already through school it was never like i needed to go outside and do it so during the summer i was having a hard time kind of just finding a creative outlet because i wasn't doing theater and i wasn't doing anything i was just chilling at home so i thought okay let's write so um I wrote after I wrote safe in Montreal I didn't do much writing because there was just so much other things to do but mm-hmm. when I got back home in I think May um, I wrote my next song which is actually not on the EP and it wasn't actually that great but um, which is why it's not on the EP but <laughs> um, I wrote it and I was like okay not bad let's keep going so I wrote that recorded it then I've found another thing to write, then I recorded it, found another thing to write, then I recorded it, then I just kept going in that way. And I never really thought, like I've, I wrote quite a, like I have 15, 20 songs on the back burner. Um, and I just came out with like these five precious ones that I love so much, but like just writing so much, it was never like, oh, I want, I'm not, I'm doing music now, screw acting, I'm doing music now. It was never like that. It was it was just like, okay, I'm just writing. I'm just releasing all my emotions on. You know when the they paper. say like, I'm in my zone. Literally, that was me in yeah, my yeah. zone. I'm in like, my zone. I don't need like I, other things are very important to me, right? And they've created the person that I am right now. But you guys put me into this spot, and so now I'm staying in this exactly. spot until I'm satisfied. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and with me, I'm kind of a little bit of a perfectionist. So every time I kind of got down to writing a song. It was all about finishing it. Mm-hmm. Whether it was good, whether it was bad, it was all about at least getting it done. So when I went back to it, I could fix the nooks and crannies mm-hmm. and just make it perfect. Um, now it's different. I write differently now. I like I like start one song and I can't finish it, and then I start another song. And I can't finish it. And it's just like yeah. uh, it's a real big mess. But yeah. you're learning about yourself. Yeah, like when I when I first started, it was more of a I took more time to write because I thought it was very important. And for me lyrics are literally the most important part of the song because without the words i mean people will definitely contradict me on this one but um for me personally without the words you can't really feel what the Mm -hmm. artist is feeling Mm -hmm. um so yeah but then there are certain frequencies that you like you plug into your ears and you just hear it and you're just like whoa yeah 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 for sure but yeah yeah no like my sister is somebody who listens to instrumental music a lot so she's she contradicts me on that point um, but but for the genre that you that you perform and sing, I think R and B artists have the best lyrics. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I think. I so. think I think they're one of the one of the genres that carry 
the most sweetest. Yes. Um, and get and the, the message across. Love filled. Yeah. yeah most sweetest yeah. and love filled lyrics. I agree, I agree. Right. You have the you have the hip hop, which is a raw, raw, um, a raw hit, like yeah, kind of like, like smack hardcore. in the face. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Right. And then you have R and B, which is the more sweet, elegant, love filled. Mm-hmm. Um, let me take you through an experience, experience. kind of. Do you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like so I, so. For 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 R and B artists, I think lyrics are a big deal. Yeah, and I feel like when I write, I just want people to be able to relate to it mm-hmm. because I feel so much like sometimes like some of these songs that I've written, I've literally been in tears writing them. So oh, wow. like I I want to make sure that sometimes when people hear what I'm trying to communicate, they actually hear it and they feel something from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's your what's your creative journey like? Um, like, like, what, what, wh- how do you? I don't know. I'm trying to like rearticulate this question, but like, how do you find that creative zone? And when you're in it, mm-hmm. how do you navigate? Right. Okay. So a lot of the time, it's literally from things that I say. So I'll say something in conversation to somebody, and like, if you hung out with me more, you'll see this. But like, I just say something, and I'm like, oh, that's a lyric. And I'll just write it down and I'll oh. keep it for later in my back pocket. I'll go back to it and see what I can add, what wow. feelings match, what feelings match that rhyme. And I just go back and, and, and I try and figure out what I was feeling in that moment when I said it. So one of the songs on the EP, Tabs Freestyle, um, it starts with, ever want to start fresh with the same person? And this lyric is actually something that I was talking to like that's an actual thing that I said to my cousin in conversation so I was like oh wait this is a lyric and then I just (laughs) went off of it and I just went off and kept going kept going and and I don't know what it is about lyrics but for me it just flows like lyrics really just flow it just it just flows out of my brain when I'm in my zone I just know and rhyme zone's a big help (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I go on to rhymezone.com I'm like okay what rhymes with this what rhymes with this like it's you gotta start with an idea then you have to have feelings that match the idea mm-hmm. and you have to just keep going from there in in my experience like that's what i've done i've always i've always started to write songs from conversations interesting yeah that's very that's so nice because i know that you're a talkative person so yes, I, I am I, what i'm thinking what i'm thinking in my head is that you probably have a lot of lyrics <laughs> there's probably a lot of things that you say yeah. which is like oh and can you imagine just talking to someone and like you're in this deep conversation where you're just like, oh my god, oh my god, and then you're, oh my god, yeah, that's a lyric. literally, yeah. And people get to, like, I, I only, I only kind of say it. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's a lyric when I'm close with this person. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but sometimes even my sister gets freaked out and she's like, okay, like, just why are you saying it out loud? Like, just write it down or something. <laughs> yeah, but I just, those are just sweet moments. Yeah, it's it's a nice it's a nice moment. That that moment specifically, like that first line from that mm-hmm. first song, that moment I remember so clearly. Just having a conversation with my cousin. It was just very clear. And and so now you're in your creative zone and you're going through it. But before you even got into this creative zone, I'm, I'm sure, and I might be wrong, but there might have been struggles that you faced along the way, either they being personal, mm-hmm. like personal struggles, or things that are happening to others that yeah. are impacting you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're all connected one, mm-hmm. one way or another. And if something impacts one person, it impacts a lot of people. Yeah. So so talk about that a little bit and navigating through the struggle. Yeah. Because because there's I'm sure there's a lot of young <laughs> artists and you're you're a young artist. Like you you're very young. You have you're creatively a genius. Like I think <laughs> the sounds, the rhythms, the sound that you make, they're all sweet. Um and you have a you have a future 
it within within this field Thank and you. and if you carry on with it i can see you going very far but you start you probably experienced some form of struggle oh my uh, new yeah micro or macro level how did that shape you and first of all how did you get through it ha ah, heavy question um okay so yes everybody has struggles i've also struggled quite a bit um with my music just being in a creative zone like just as an artist you're very hard on yourself all the time because a art is not a conventional field just writing music like releasing an ep i spent so much money and time into this i don't know if i'm going to get it back you know so it's very unsure there's lots of things that you can never be sure about mm-hmm. um and i've like that's that's something that i've always struggled with being an actor just finding validation and being okay with being an actor um I love my art so much. I just wish other people loved it just as much as I do. And it's hard to kind of be okay with others not respecting you in the sense cuz you're an artist. But um I think the biggest struggle <laughs> was literally just navigating through my feelings. Like I feel so much and it's funny because I talk so much and I'll talk, I'll talk, I'll talk and then I'll just keep saying saying things that make me passionate and that make me just want to start crying and I'll just start t- tearing up, but that's not something that I could control. And I could never control that and I hated that because I don't like being in control. So I Interesting felt, because you don't like being in control, but your emotions sorry, are I, controlling you. No, no, that's not something that, that I do you said like that being was in cool. control. I do like being in control. You do like being and in my control. Inc- and my control and my emotions always are out Lead of you control. To be, exactly. So, so now I you have to somehow. That. So now you have to somehow control yourself. Exactly. And your feelings because exactly. you like being in control. Mm-hmm, exactly. So how do you do that? So I still don't know. I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good at like when I'm having an argument. I'm not good at. Kind but of, you found a starting point. Yes, exactly. And so, like. I'm very thankful for the people that have been in my life and mm-hmm. that have kind of left mm-hmm. because um a lot of them have kind of taught me like one one person in particular um he was always like just write just write just put your feelings down on paper and I went through this accident and I was just so stressed out mentally and physically I was not okay and the only thing that I could really do was write mm-hmm. so I just wrote and I just wrote anything and sometimes I just write rants on my paper and turn them into songs and it's like I'm never in control of my emotions but I am control with the of I am in control of the pen in my hand and the paper in my lap so I try when I'm getting in a state where I'm very hyped or mm-hmm. angry or mm-hmm. sad i just pick up a pen and i just either scribble or i just write yeah. or i just do anything that'll get cuz i can see what's on the paper right yeah. emotions are very they're vibrations yeah. so you can't see them and something that's on a paper you can see it you can analyze it okay this is how i'm feeling okay this is how i'm feeling how do i deal with this so mm-hmm. it's kind of like that i'm still not very good at yeah controlling myself it was, it was but funny because <laughs> there's one thing that i'm thinking in, at the back of my head while you were speaking and it was like when you said i'm very thankful for the people who have left and suddenly like ariana grande's picture came into my head thank saying, you thank next, you, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally no thank you next like yeah, that's yeah. exactly where i am in my life <laughs> um <laughs> uh just yeah because It sucks when people leave. I've had friends that have like seriously in the past year I've lost a lot of people and I think that's what's kind of motivated me to start writing. Wow. Okay. Because yeah, because 
you know what Lady Gaga said? <laughs> Lady Gaga said this one thing to her ex-boyfriend. She What'd was she like, say? one day you won't even be able to walk into a coffee shop without hearing my name. Jeez. Right? So, goals. Goals. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So that's kind of where I want to be at. I want to make sure that the people who have left know that I still remember them. I keep mm-hmm. them in my mind. And they inspire me to this day. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. I just I just want to know that I'm making money off of the fact that they hurt me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's just it's just a certain pride in going back to... What is that lyric that Ariana Grande says? One taught me... Pa- one taught me love. One taught me patience. One taught me pain. pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you probably have a list of all these things that people have taught you. Exactly. And it's only it's only something that's gonna motivate you and push you further. I think Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of things that people go through and it's because of others. Um, because others have said something or have been verbal, emotional, physical. Yes. Um but then we always have this conversation of how do we continue or how do we move forward because that was someone I truly loved. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of us, um, and this is not a negative thing, but we're sometimes weak. And so we sometimes fall for that and then yeah. we kind of go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, not recognizing that that might be something that might hurt us again. Yes. Um, but then there's some people who are strong and can kind of feel and control themselves and kind of be like, I now recognize that I've gone through this. How do I use this to my benefit? Yeah. So I would consider myself as the first person. Mm-hmm. The person who actually some, most of the time chooses to be weak. Not that that's a bad thing, mm-hmm. but just because I love loving people. I love when I'm when I'm like my friends, family. I just love to love. So I'm very accepting of the bad qualities and of the bad things that are done to me. But... um that's wrong like that's definitely wrong I feel like through my music I have found the sort of Mm -hmm. self-respect that I don't think I could have found if I didn't start writing or if I didn't start kind of putting collecting my thoughts and kind of making something out of it because my thoughts are all over the place that's so special and and I have to congratulate you on 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 knowing that recognizing that and using that to your benefit thank you because I think that's what's brought you to this stage Mm -hmm. right and so congratulations on that um Another thing is that, like, that I just wanted to add to this conversation was the fact that, like, sometimes people hurt us, mm-hmm. um, we let them go, mm-hmm. but then there's an alter ego within us that just continues to talk bad about them or point fingers. Yes. Um, even after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there's it, this can be right and this can be wrong. This mm-hmm. can be right in the sense that you might not have another medium or a way to get that person out of your head. Yes. So you talk about that person all the time. You point fingers at them and so forth and mm-hmm. so on. But that's that's also wrong. Do you know what I mean? And the yes. fact that like you shouldn't do that. You mm-hmm. shouldn't. Maybe that's how the person is. You just didn't recognize it. Exactly. Right? Um, so Yeah. <laughs> I've had a very hard time kind of accepting the differences in other people. Like when I'm... It's for me, it's like very hard to understand why people are the way they are and why they're not the way I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's been very hard for me to kind of know that. But um, my dad says one thing. It's like people will do and act however they want to act. Mm-hmm. What you can control is what you how you react. So um, I've kind of really tried to keep that in my mind. And when it's really hard when people hurt you because yes there's that one part of you that's like i don't know how to be okay with this person even after the fact everything is like okay um but i feel that sometimes if you just find it in your heart to just realize that you're a different person they're a different person and every single person on this planet is completely different from the other so if some things don't work out if some ideals don't line up if morals don't line up 
it's okay. And um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've really learned that in the past year, um, just to not just to not hate on people who leave because. There's no point That's in that. That's what they were meant to do. Meant to do, and there's no point in that. There's yeah. No, there's like what? Okay, you're, I think it's for me. It's like you're you're investing all of this energy, energy, mm-hmm. and that someone you who's can, already gone, right? And so you, you, why don't we redirect it exactly. and kind of put it to something where you can benefit from it? Yeah. Um. And and I think for me specifically, energy is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yep. I think, and this sure. is an ongoing learning process for me: how to control my energies, how to find my energies, and how to relocate my energies. Yes. Um. And so this is an ongoing process for me, and it's an I, I assume it's an ongoing process for you. I mm-hmm. think we're learning new things, we're meeting new people, um, with positive outlooks, right? But it's it's not up to our control of where that's gonna go. Exactly. And sometimes, like, I don't know. I feel like you're also a talkative person and you're mm-hmm. a very bright personality and I consider myself a very confident, bright personality as well. Sometimes people our age aren't the best with um, dealing with people like that because they just get intimidated because also, again, the whole finding myself, they're also always so stressed out. So I feel like a lot of the time when people are treating you wrong, it's because of something that they're insecure about in themselves. So, yeah, so I I always try to keep that in mind now. And I'm like, okay, well, I know what I'm doing. I know who I am. And if this person is treating me this way or if this person is saying this thing, this thing to me, then it's not personal. It's not personal. It's not personal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's that's inspiring. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's kind of like diverge forms a little bit. So so when you had a release party, yes, an EP release party. And I, I assume you can like totally say I might be wrong here. But was that the first time that you performed your album? Yes, it was. Okay, so it was indeed. So let's talk about that a little bit. Now you had you got some on stage experience. You're performing. Mm-hmm. You're in your zone. You're listening to your own sound. Yeah. You're putting lyrics to it live. Yeah. What was that like? So um, definitely scary mm-hmm. for sure. Also yeah. because it's always scarier performing in front of people you know mm-hmm. because you care that much more about their opinion. Um, the good thing is I've been a performer for most of my life, so yeah. I'm pretty good on stage. I'm pretty good with a mic. I'm pretty good. Just confident. Confident on stage. Um, I performed safe first which is my single off the EP and um, the mic stopped working. (laughs) My mic literally just stopped working and it was the most insane experience because I was so appalled. I was like, there's no way this is happening, but you know, the show must go on. The show must go on. I don't know. Yeah. Like follow my Instagram, but I have these story times and one of my story times I'd say this show must seriously go on. Mm -hmm. And, um, even though this mic stopped working, I just belted my song. I just sang it to like 90 people just with no mic. And I just gave the mic back and I was performing. I was saying I kept going. And <laughs> that's such a sweet moment. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of after the fact, a lot of people actually congratulated me, not about like how well I sang mm-hmm. or how well I danced, da, 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 but actually the fact that I kept going. Yeah. You know, so. So I just want to put you on pause and I, this is for the listeners. I'm going to kind of put safe on for you guys right now just so you can hear the sound and so it can can match up with the story the story um tab is saying right now so let's hear this a little bit
uh, that was Safe by Tav, um, and this song is also on the EP, um, so you guys can listen to it when when you get a chance after this episode. I'm sure um, there's going to be a lot of listeners who are going I to really hope so. So, who are going to hit, hit up your EP and go from there. Um, so yeah, so this this was uh, so this uh, this again Safe was your first song yep. that was released mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. you. Yes. Um, uh, you released it onto all these different social media outlets, mm-hmm. and then I messaged you after you released this, and I was just like, "Damn, <laughs> yeah, like, like tap out here making music." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was super excited because for for a friend and for someone who hasn't seen you in a very long time, when when you when you peoples drop stuff like this <laughs> um, without no like backstory, <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm just like, my friends are out here like like doing big things. They're yeah. like they're dropping music, they're expressing themselves, yeah. they're they're relating with others, which is a huge freaking deal. Um, so how was the reception like? Like not even with Safe, but like your entire EP. Like well, how how is it from your family side as well? Talk about that. So my parents are the most supportive, lovely human beings on the That's planet. That's so sweet. Like I love them to death. I would be nowhere without them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very hard for me to kind of actually. I think my EP, I think my music was something that um, helped me have even a more closer relationship with my parents because um, I'm so completely honest in what I'm saying in my songs. That when my dad heard it, when my mom heard these songs, they were like, hmm, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? My daughter. So, yeah, my daughter. That's her. So, and, and it's actually a good feeling because my dad's a singer and my sister's a singer. So oh, no way. So yeah, it runs in the family. It does run in the family. So it was, it was good. It was a good thing to hear from my father. He was he said um, that I write very well. And I was very, very proud of myself to hear that because... Yeah. Um, like my family, because I have I, most of my family's back in India, yeah. so like I don't have a lot of cousins here or anything. So it was basically just me, my sister, my mom, and my dad, um, and their perception was the most important thing to me because I swear in one of the songs, I swear in a lot of my songs that they've heard that's not on the EP, and um, I have just these feelings that I've never actually expressed to them but I express in this music so I feel like it gave them a perspective on who I am more and um, I liked wow. that yeah I liked that I really did like that and my dad was very proud of me still proud of me um, it's definitely made me closer with my parents in terms of people listening to it mm-hmm. everyone loves it like I feel like a lot of people like it and uh, they're they like like air the most and um, it got which really is the song that we played in the beginning, the beginning which you mentioned yeah yes um, and it was very scary putting it out I'm somebody who's very involved and yes I love to create but I'm also I'm all about the applause mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that that's a bad thing but I love hearing like even on stage I love hearing the applause at the end of a scene or the end of a play that also kind of gives you reassurance that you did a good job yeah and yeah for sure so that's why when I released this it was I was very scared because I didn't know how people were going to perceive mm-hmm. it or even if they were going to like it but I knew that I was very confident in what I was saying and what I was doing so I think that played out and I think it shows when people like people are still listening to it and um there's i mean i have quite a bit of plays so i mean it's good like when i first released safe it was a good track and but i didn't get much um like traction off of it and that's not something that i care about too much too much because i was still very proud of it but um like after after i just released the ep i just like everyone just started listening to it and i was just so i don't have many friends people don't know me that much so like uh when people are like 
reaching out to me people i haven't yeah. heard from in years yeah. saying AKA like good me. job yeah. <laughs> AKA you yeah <laughs> like it's like being like oh good job i can't believe you're doing this it, yeah. it's a good feeling it's really it's really nice to kind of know that you've done a good job that's so nice um so let's kind of diverge on another another turn to another tangent and this tangent is is more about not your album but the the music scene in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So we t- we oh, we're, we're talking about your we're talking about your music and and the fact that you released it in Toronto and Toronto's a huge upcoming not even upcoming I think it's there like a music scene. Yeah, 100%. There's so many artists mm-hmm. um in all of the areas of the GTA. Like you're talking about Mississauga, you're talking about um your Oshawa, you're talking about Markham um and obviously you have southern ontario right you have yeah. like toronto you have you have downtown toronto producing mm-hmm. a lot um and obviously you like have Sean Mendes came from Pickering look at that right <laughs> like, right so so you have all of these artists who are on the map who are from toronto the weekend uh, you have drake right uh, the weekend is actually from scarborough yeah and his when he was in high school he performed at this school no way in in the meeting place <laughs> so maybe after that we record this episode I'll take you down yes, there and I'll go. actually show you the picture of the weekend doing like a talent show oh my gosh in he's this, one of my favorite yeah, artists yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah so, so that was that was that's big, that's a huge big aspect thing. and then mm-hmm. he he actually filmed a, a, a music video here here? Uh, yeah, in this school, in the meeting place, and then I'll show it to you. Okay. And you'll see the school. You'll see the school in, in the music video, out. and then you'll yeah. and then you'll we'll go to the area. Okay, cool. Um, I'm excited. So again, that's another cool thing, yeah. right? So you have all these moguls who are already up there, right? And then you have the upcoming, upcoming moguls. I want to say. <laughs> um, so so what do you have to say about the city that you're currently living in, and and the fact that you released it in Toronto? How does does that contribute to your impact? or does that motivate you or does that inspire you does it demotivate you like talk about your the music scene it's hard to kind of put it into words but what i am going to say is that the studio that i record at mm-hmm. i am one of the artists that is completely different really like uh, mostly in toronto you see rappers trap artists it's yeah, not yeah so much as R&B like yes we have party next door mm-hmm. um yes we have the weekend but there's very few names that have kind of blew up from that kind of scene I see okay um so that's another reason I was quite scared was because it's not it's not done a lot you know what i mean like a lot of people don't um do R&B they like to rap they like to make trap music and all that crazy stuff mm-hmm. but um mine was different so i was scared but after releasing it i'm glad i did it in toronto because like i came out with safe when i was in montreal and that that perception wasn't as great and i feel like a lot of it is because of just the environment and the people there mm-hmm. um they're just very not as accepting as everyone here and, really yeah and i mean that's just from personal experience of but, course yeah but t- being in toronto i'm glad that i did it here i'm glad that i do anything here because <laughs> <laughs> i love it here yeah, like, i love, I love it here it's, it's um, amazing it's the best place to be and it's the main thing is that i'm free here like i don't i don't feel like i have a restriction in terms of what i have to say or what i want to do and da, 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 da. so i feel like that like not not being restricted as an artist is a mm-hmm. really big deal and it's really important so i feel like toronto has kind of given me that space to kind of just do what i need to do mm-hmm. to get big the music scene in toronto is there's so many people making music there are so many people going there are many, in right? and out of the studio yeah. every single day that if you're if your stuff isn't as good as you say it is then you're not making it and for me that's a really scary thing because i want to be in the big leagues obviously who doesn't obviously but, yeah but um 
it's easier said than done. And I think in Toronto, it's so competitive that you just need to be amazing. Like, good doesn't just cut it, you know? Like, in Atlanta or places, like, where there's less people doing these kinds of things, mm-hmm. um, there's a f- there's a smaller roster to choose from. So, and let's talk genre-specific, because, yeah. like, Atlanta's huge on rap and trap. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Right? But <laughs> yeah. I've never heard anyone... R&B There might Atlanta. be, but I don't know. I haven't heard of them, so... Maybe, like, which... Bryson Tiller? I don't even know if he's from Atlanta, but anyways. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But, but yeah, anyways. I get your point. I get your point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Toronto has an entire list of all these different artists that can be potentially up for grabs by like yeah. different records and stuff like that. Yeah. But so, I mean, the main goal as an artist for me, even though I'm not a rapper, is to get Drake to hear my music. Of course. Yeah. So I just, I just want to... Yeah, because you have, all, you have, you have freaking Drake out here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with like Janine Aiko putting him. Exactly. Right? Georgia so Smith. Georgia Smith. Georgia so, Smith. So, 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 and she's one of my biggest inspirations. So like... Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Her sound is absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> out of this world. She's gorgeous and her sound is gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you kind of have that mix, the different... In, like the flow do you plan on kind of integrating a rapper into your music and stuff yeah, like that yeah I mean I definitely didn't plan on doing collabs for sure um I just need Daniel Caesar would be a goal eh oh <laughs> Khaled. Khaled I want I want Khaled to actually like I, I've actually heard he's not that great live but I want him to maybe like you know collab on a song with me oh or, like, yeah even Daniel Caesar <laughs> you know like it'd be great Georgia Smith is he's like he's from literally... here eh Daniel Caesar is from here yeah yeah he's I actually know that man. yeah he's a Toronto man's yeah it's crazy so many Toronto man's but yeah in the high leagues yeah but um so, like, so, so from what you're saying how, what I'm getting is that being the music scene is important Yes, and where you are is important. Yes. not only for your creation, but when you're re- for your release, for when you want to relate with people, for, for where sure. you want others to listen to your sound. It's important in re- in terms of where you're, where you are writing. Mm-hmm. I feel like Toronto is a more um, art creative accepting environment. Like they listen. Look, we have more creatives coming out every single day. Mm-hmm. We're just like more into being creative. So I feel like when some when a when a new person comes out with something that they put effort into. Mm-hmm. People at least give it a try, you yeah. know? They're not just like, oh, whatever, no, 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 who cares? Mm-hmm. Just really something, who cares? But I feel like in Toronto, people actually give the artists a chance. Yeah. And that's a good thing. And that's that was a good thing for me because people gave me a chance and they liked it. And um, so they just kept listening to me. And in that sense, I just hope pe- more and more people listen and more and more people make me famous. And yeah. No, no, that's our hope too. I yeah. hope I hope people hear your sound and know what you're capable of and continue from there. Um, when we were walking here, there was something that that touched me and I think I could relate to it. That's why I'm going to bring it up. And it was that in Mon- the difference between you being in Montreal versus you being in Toronto was... The, one of the most important aspects was family. Mm-hmm. I think you missed home. Yes. Right. So, do you think that also contributed to your to your success eh, with oh, this EP? Yes. I can't do anything without my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do like I'm not very financially stable. Uh-huh. My parents are doing very well for themselves. So, um, like just having that support is good. I know that if I was in Montreal, I would be more overwhelmed yeah. by the fact that everything is up to me but like in toronto like everything was up to me but then i had a home to go back to you know i had parents to go back to i Mm -hmm. had food to go back to i had which we can say we are privileged to have very very thankful thankful for sure but it was just it was kind of like a load off Mm -hmm. being home and doing it because it was the most comfortable spot that i could do it in um writing 
producing, like just 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 ideas, thinking, like every 10 seconds if I have a question or every every five minutes if I have a question, I go to my dad, like, mm-hmm. oh, help me, or mom, help me, and my sister, help it's me. It's so beautiful that you can, because your dad knows sound. He can exactly. hear sound, so he's like, yeah, you, can, so, you can reach out to him. So having that perspective always there is so... It's just so comfortable. Fulfilling. Com- yeah, I just love my family so much. Oh, like, that's so that. sweet. <laughs> like, I Good love for them. you. Good for you. Yeah. Um, and and that's an like even for me. Like I, I'm I I try my best to be as artistically um, ex- like expressive yeah. as I possibly can. But but my family's always there for me within the the thick and the thin. Like I told my mom, the coolest story was was when I told my mom that I wanted to start recording podcasts and kind of like potentially get up there in the big scenes and and hear a lot of people um, share their story and like have me share my story and th- and how we relate and have those similarities and yes. how we embrace those similarities and stuff. Mm-hmm. At first, my mom was just like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like first of all, what is a podcast? Because yeah. <laughs> like, now, now podcasting is like upcoming for the yeah, millennials, yeah, right? Yeah, You'll yeah, see like sure. everyone making a podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is not a bad thing. Do you know it's what not. I mean? God gave us two ears and one mouth. We should be listening more than talking. Talking, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, so for it's, sure. So it's pivotal that we all kind of hear each other out. I since like we, that. Since, I like we, since, we, that yeah. since we can't, talk to each other in person because yeah. of so many issues that are happening outside mm-hmm. like race gender and all these which are so, which are so unfortunate very so maybe when i'm talking on this mic you don't see my face and so maybe you're more inclined to listening Listen to, me. to me do you yeah, know what i mean because yeah, it's yeah. my sound that you're listening to yeah. it's my emotion that you're listening to yeah for right? sure i i get that from a perspective of like a singer songwriter because mm-hmm. i'm a fairly attractive person and i feel like when people look at me they don't think that i'm talented and they don't think that I could be smart or intelligent and mm-hmm. that, that that's on a back burner for me that because I'm wanting to be an actor it's just all about looks and face mm-hmm. but it's not like that because art imitates life and um if you can't be like I'm so glad that through my music people don't see my face yeah because they can just hear what I'm feeling and yeah. they can just hear that I'm saying these things and I'm feeling them and I relate to them and that's that there is no face value there's no I mean, that definitely comes into play after. But um, it's just me, the sound, and the other person. How sweet. So it's nice. I like that. Um, we're coming slowly coming down to our time. And, and there's one, a few questions that I want to really hit before, um, before we c- c- conclude. Um, but one of them is um, for upcoming artists who perhaps have a book filled of writing, um, who who have who are producers and have the sounds ready mm-hmm. um but they're scared and nervous um just like how you were yes. when you first initiated yes. um your movement but what do you have to say about that and and what do you have to kind of give off to them um because you've been there i think it's all about just finding confidence in doing it um the biggest part is just like you have this whole book of mm-hmm things that you've written or you have this file of tracks that you've made and you mm-hmm. haven't really put them out there and that's just because you're scared scared of what like what is it exactly that you're scared of because if it's not something concrete then it's then it's kind of it's kind of lame don't be scared don't just feel feel what you need to feel and i feel like putting it out there is the first step so worrying about how it's going to be received or if people are going to like it or not da 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 like don't worry about all that because if you think if you're confident in what you're doing then I'm sure other people will be too and um, 
I'm not a very, like, I was never confident putting out my lyrics at first, but I found that if you're true to what you're saying and if you're true to the things that you're putting out, then people will see that and they'll acknowledge it for sure. Mm -hmm. So as long as as long as you're keeping that in mind just be mm-hmm. confident stay true to who you are and what you're saying i think in my opinion that's yeah. that's absolutely like i totally agree with that and and it's also the fact that like sometimes i tend to question myself yeah. like why did i do this in the first place mm-hmm. like if why did i write a book full of lyrics yeah do i okay so if you can go two ways if if you want to share it then what are some mediums through which i can share it through mm-hmm. yeah if I don't want to share it, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Keep writing. Yeah. Just keep it to yourself. And there's another thing where like, you don't have to, like if you aren't a singer and if you just write, find a singer who can r- sing the li- those lyrics for, for you. For you. And that way you're still getting your stuff out there, yeah. but it's through somebody else, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that safety net of, okay, my stuff's still being heard, but yeah. it's not me doing it. So it's kind of protects you in that way. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just don't be scared. That's so sweet. Um, wow. Okay, so I really enjoyed that. Thank you, Tav. Thank you so much. And and I think I want to ask you one this one, one last question. What's next for Tav? What's Ooh. coming out? What are we looking out for? Ooh, okay. So um, I have a music video in the works. Ah! That's probably... Visuals. Coming, visuals, visuals, visuals. Visuals are going to drop. Bah, 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 bah. Blah, blah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, so I did put out a poll on my Instagram of what people wanted to see. Sweet. And um, whether the two tracks that you guys heard, Safe and Like Air, it was basically between those two because they're the most popular. And so a lot of people said Safe and a lot of people said Like Air. So this music video, it's going to be a little bit of a special thing. So I'm excited. Um, Just stay tuned. And for in terms of me coming out with music, um, just waiting for the season to change, just waiting for the snow to kick in. And then maybe you'll be hearing a new song. I mean, I already Ah! have a song lined up. So yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Just more writing, recording, releasing, getting myself out there. And before we end this episode, give us your social media and where we can find you. Okay, so my Instagram is at TXVISHI. So just my name with the A in the name replaced with an X. It's really hard. But yeah, um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Amazon, anything, SoundCloud. I'm basically all over the map. Um, just search up Tav. You can go on YouTube, search up Tav. And I'm all there. And if you guys want to like reach out to me, talk to me about my experiences, mm-hmm. I'm I'm open to. More. I was just gonna say. Yeah. I was just gonna say. So Tab is a very loving, open, very um, <laughs> uh, welcoming individual. Um, if you ever have, if there's any listen, is listeners young or old, I don't think music has an age. Mm-hmm. Um, approach Tab, give her a shout on any of her social media links. Ask her questions. Ask her how she got to the position that she, position that she's in. Um, if you have sounds, send her your sounds. Yeah, send um, me your sounds. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So so if anything like that, hit her up. Um, and there's. And I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for coming out. I want to say thank you for taking your time out to kind of share your experiences from where you started to where you are now and we, where we can find you in the future. Um, and I just want to let all the listeners know that e- the EP is hot. Um, Young is out. It's on every single social media outlet. Um, there's songs like like Air, like Save, like that Tav mentioned. Go and check them out. Go and listen to them and share the love. If there's one thing that we end every episode with is never say no to opportunity because that one yes can potentially change your life. With that, only spread love, with share positive energy, love each other and the things that, and help each other grow, I think, at the end yes. of the day. Um, and with that, only love and peace. Until next time, let's send this out with some Tav. Yay, yeah? thank you. Let's go. <laughs> Within you, in light, yeah.
butterflies It's second time to realize You don't wanna cut no ties You just wanna hold me tight You hate seeing me cry Seeing me cry You hate seeing me cry I hate saying goodbye now I love the way you lie With you I'm not that shy now Feelings in each other's eyes, I know